Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of The Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. And today I'm going to do a short uh, around manifesting, but in particular about managing our emotions, because believe it or not, the art of manifesting and attracting all that you want in terms of your desires in your life, a key part of that is learning to manage our emotions because it's our positive emotions that act like uh, an energy magnet and attracts all that we want in terms of our desires. So if we're not in a positive emotion state, quite often we're attracting what we don't want and then we're focusing more on what we don't want and then attracting more of what we don't want. So let me first of all talk about how we can actually change our state. Well, firstly, I'd like to say that, you know, being human, it's natural that we get into negative states now and again, and I don't want to beat yourself up if if that's something that you do. I just want you to be more consciously aware of the times that you do, so you can be aware enough to either change that state or at least move yourself into um, the next stage of feeling a little bit better, if not fully in terms of um, being joyous and happy, um, then, you know, sometimes that's not possible. It's, it's, it's too much of a leap. So sometimes it's just a case of just tuning yourself into a little bit more of a higher vibration from where you're currently at. So if you are feeling quite sad, quite lonely, quite upset, you know, it's just actually getting yourself to a place where you're feeling less like that and more satisfied by focusing on what you could probably be grateful for in your life at that particular moment in time. And it doesn't necessarily have to end up with you being all singing or dancing and joyously leaping from the rooftops and, and shouting hurrah. <laughs> you know, that, that's too much of a stretch, you know, if you're in a really sad or unhappy state. So it is more about, you know, as I say, just improving where you're currently at if you are in a negative state just a little bit at a time until you know we are consistently at the very worst feeling satisfied and at the very best feeling that love that abundance that joyousness and and attracting all that we want and desire in our lives rather than what all the stuff that we don't so firstly um i like to refer to um negative emotions as visiting a relative that we don't necessarily want to visit you know it's it sometimes can be quite debilitating to visit people that we don't necessarily <laughs> feel in alignment with but just know that you know although you might visit that relative from time to time you don't have to permanently live there and the same with your emotions so if you are in a negative state, just be aware that, you know, it doesn't have to be permanent. It doesn't have to be long term. 
it's up to you to choose what coping tools you can reach out and connect with to help you out of that particular state that you might be in. And I want you to know that, you know, some people, in fact, probably the vast majority of people weren't born with having knowledge and skills around how to manage their emotions. Quite often, you know, some people, uh, and in fact, as I said, most people have to learn those coping skills and how to manage their negative emotions. Uh, and some people go through their lives never being aware of how to, you know, implement these coping skills and techniques that I'm going to talk about in today's episode. So, you know, um, don't feel like um, it's it's a negative thing just because you haven't been able to input these particular skills and coping strategies in place previously because it isn't necessarily taught in schools and it isn't necessarily taught by our parents how to manage our emotions. So, you know, quite often we're all just literally doing all the best we can. So what are the things that are going to help us manage our, our negative emotions? What are the things that can help us manage and be in a much more positive and happier state. So what things make you happy? And that doesn't necessarily have to be just about your thoughts. You know, quite often when people are talking about how to manage our emotions, it's just people talking in the majority around you know, well, what do we need to focus on and, and what do we need to change regarding our thoughts? Obviously, that is one part of it. But think about how you can engage all your senses to make that happen. So you're setting up your environment to help you create a, a more positive state. So things like uh, mixing with positive people, uh, looking at beautiful images, pictures, photos, etc. When it comes to what you watch, you know, are you watching comedy, feel-good movies, programs on TV and DVDs that help you to feel good? Um, you might look at things in books or online that are inspirational quotes or poems or books to read. And then on the the smelling side of things, you know, are you somebody that enjoys different aromas that evoke positive feelings? Have you got fragrant candles that you can light or just sticks or flowers or potpourri? You know, anything that stimulates your sense of smell that makes you feel better. And then uh, in terms of what you're listening to, are you listening to uplifting music? You know, what music makes you feel good? Um... Are you open to, if you've not already been introduced to, uh, listening to some guided meditations that always help people to feel good? Uh, or feel good podcasts, for that matter. And then there's obviously the, the, the easy one, and that is, um, what are your favourite foods? And, you know, really concentrating, not just on, you know, diving into some chocolates or something like that, but actually savoring the taste you know being consciously aware of the taste rather than just having it you know a moment on the lips so to speak and and 
and having something that you enjoy, you're enjoying the flavour of to the extent where you really want to savour that flavour and that taste to give your senses that happy overload experience. And even when you're doing chores around the house, you know, there are things you can do that, that can put you in a more positive state, such as if you're washing up, you know, you can actually make a conscious effort to enjoy feeling the soap and the suds through your fingers as you're doing the dishes, for example. So there's lots of things that we can do that um, don't just necessarily involve changing what we're focusing on and using our minds necessarily, but thinking about how we can have the full body experience of what are we actually doing with each of our senses that's helping us to tap into those positive feel-good feelings. And the other thing which I feel is one of the really easiest things to do and that anybody can do in a in a split second or a few min literally a few minutes is think about their posture and, and this isn't talked about enough you know because just changing our posture can actually really easily change the way we feel so for example if you do this exercise where you stand up straight you roll your shoulders back you look up and there's a point where you actually feel really empowered and confident and it's impossible to feel those positive sensations and feel negative or think about negative things at the same time so if you then practice this exercise and literally you might be in the opposite posture of um, you know having your shoulders rolled forward your, your chest depressed in you might have your head down and have your back rounded and looking you're looking at the floor it's very easy to sort of go into those negative state type thoughts whereas if you then practice straight away and think about actually let me just try changing my posture let me just stand up unroll my back roll back my shoulders, lift up my chin, look up, take a few deep breaths. And it's amazing how just by doing that one simple exercise can change the way you feel and get you focusing on things that are gonna make you feel happy and make you feel better. And this is so key to manifesting and attracting all that you desire not only in relationships and romantic relationships, but all relationships, as well as your health, your general well-being, and your ability to attract great abundance and blessings and miracles and magic into your life. And I don't feel that people who actually talk about abundance and manifesting necessarily educate people about the importance of how it all stems from how you feel and having that positive energy that you're exuding out to attract then all those good things back to you. So I hope this has been helpful and that you've enjoyed listening to this podcast. Um, if you enjoyed listening to this and um, you feel it's been helpful, then please 
write a review. It it all helps the channel, and I, I really appreciate it. So it just leaves me to say, true love starts with opening our hearts. And until next time, goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts-entwined.com. Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.